The Versecast is brought to you by Engine. Create your free gaming community website at enjin.com. set my mind in motion it is by will alone that you're listening to the verse cast the star citizen podcast my name is john abraham really you you, you turn it into gleep now is that, is that you, what's happening you don't get that one <laughs> i get it my name is jimmy croker wait, wait 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 a second but this isn't the verse cast this is the those guys with ship show dang it <laughs> <laughs> but, but I, you're I supposed like- to go with it I like your your men tat though. I thought that was pretty cool. <laughs> I was like, I, I could almost like see like the little stains on your on your lips. That was yeah, cool. yeah, awesome. I, well, my name is Richard Sir Richard Branson, and I'm here to sell you orbital human space flights. Yes, virgins in space, space virgins. That'll persist your universe. <laughs> oh my! You know there is an adult uh, production company that is. Um, planning uh, or kickstarting a um, copulation in space, right? I did not know that, but I did yeah. heard about that. Yeah, they're, they're kickstarting, sending two of their stars uh, up into space to um, be the uh, first uh, humans to um, copulate up there. Gosh. Well, I man. think it's also the first film made in space. Mm, okay. Yeah, I guess yeah, yeah, film for the sake of film. Yeah, no, totally. Well, no, didn't um well, the, you I mean, you've got a lot of um you've got a lot of space like f- things that have been filmed out in space. Uh, but I guess yeah. Oh, I yeah, guess those are just videos for documentaries and stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, well. How how cool would it be if like the first space porno actually had Yuri Gagarin in it? And that would <laughs> oh, not be very cool at all. <laughs> no. Hey, sometimes zero G can be your friend, <laughs> right? Okay, and we on need to, we and have on a that clean note. badge on this. <laughs> God, we are those guys with ships. This is episode thirty nine of our community podcast. Community, uh, it's what's for dinner today. Is August? Um, what is this? The fourth, uh, twenty nine forty five Standard Earth Time. And you know what? You guys are both on Windows ten, right? Correct. All right. I tried this joke last night, and it went over so well. I'm going to go with it again. Oh, God, please don't. Okay. Thank you. Um, (laughs) I'm still on Windows 7, so that means on average this podcast is being brought to you folks on Windows 9. Uh, That's not how it works, is it? No, it's not. 27 by 3 is 9. Now, if you were on Windows 8 and we were on Windows 10... Then maybe the missing link would be Windows Nine, but even still, it's a stretch. It's a stretch on the joke, man. It's a stretch. Oh no, it's ma- it's a math joke. Mm-hmm. The numbers add up. You, John, well, John, do you know how, why it is Windows Ten and not Windows Nine? 
Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, we talked about that. Well, go ahead. So go right ahead. Please. Well, explain. no, no. You, you know, you know, so you can share it with us. Uh, had to do with uh, with uh, programming, right? For Windows ninety five, uh, they just decided instead of trying to deal with that uh, nine, that they'd go right to ten. Yes, I mean, essentially, the the there is so much code out there that when it's looking for the version of the operating system that's running, it doesn't bother going to a second digit. It just right. will say Windows and then the, the first digit. And so, if it was to encounter Windows nine, it might think that it was Windows ninety five or Windows ninety eight. I think it has to do with with certain applications because the application would check for the version. Right. And And stop at the nine. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. uh, That's what I meant. Application software. I did. um, I did all sorts of upgrades uh, this uh, this past weekend. I I uninstalled and reinstalled Star Citizen with the new launcher. And uh, and then from there uh, installed ten and then updated all my drivers and everything uh, worked surprisingly well. It was very smooth. Every install went very smoothly. John, the only issue I had was that my uh, graphics drivers needed to be reinstalled. Um, so when it booted up, it was in like seventy six or seven sixty eight p or whatever that resolution is. Okay. Um, and I, I knew it just had to be the graphics drivers, so I just went to NVIDIA and downloaded the latest drivers for my card for Windows 10, and it worked perfectly. So I'm happy, and I'm impressed at how easy the upgrade was to do. And I mean, everything, all of my stuff is exactly where it was when I was running Windows 8. I I heard people with Nvidia had uh or there were some sporadic issues. I've got uh, AMD and I didn't have any issues. As a matter of fact, um all I had to do was was uh just run uh the uh, the uh, AMD uh, uh help uh app and it automatically found the upgrade for 10 and and boom, was done. Oh, hmm. well, maybe if I would have gone through the Nvidia experience and upgraded through there, it might have been easier but no i don't know i felt like doing a clean install would have been good anyway i i wonder if folks are having more challenges if they're going from seven to ten than eight to ten why um well you guys know i had had that um that bug that that caused me to have to do a clean install a few months back and when i did that i shut up shut off automatic updates so basically i had the first iteration of version eight of windows eight um but before i jumped to 10 i turned it back on and spent a couple of hours going through all the updates and getting it completely up to date before i moved to 10 and i had heard that um some people were having issues where like if they were trying to do seven or if they didn't have the whatever if it was the most up-to-date uh version of the operating system that they were having issues when they were going to 10 but i don't think it's widespread so Hmm. i wonder if a if a uh, a, a patched version of seven, if it's a completely up to date patched version of seven, if that would work as well. Well, they say it does. So, I, I mean, I would think so. I, I haven't. I've only heard of a few instances of people having this issue. I don't think it's widespread. So, I don't know. Well, if if they said to jump off a bridge, would you? I always do what they tell me to do. They are the be all and end all. <laughs> <laughs> We are those guys with ships. What um, gleep? Do you have um? Do you have any 
what's your timeline for upgrading the 10? Um, well, I before we start recording, I, John and I were chatting about that a little bit. I, they haven't sent me the, hey, come on, come on board for the big win notification yet. So I don't Google, know. If- Google Windows 10 Mashable and uh, Mashable has a link to the uh, actual windows download so you can just go right to the right to that link it's a windows it's official windows uh site you can go to that link and uh, download right now and not have to wait the uh, the way i found it was i i'm assuming this is on your windows 7 but in my windows 8.1 i had that little windows logo in my uh sys tray yeah. yeah yeah um and if you click that it pops up the thing, notify me when it's ready or whatever. But if you click in the top right, it's like a, a fac or something. It sends you to their fac page. And the first question um, is, how do I get the upgrade, I think? Mm. And in there is the link to the patcher to download if you want to manually do it. Oh, okay. Okay. And it's super easy. It's not like some kind of hacker thing where you have to download a torrent yeah yeah, yeah totally yeah it, yeah it's it's just it walks you straight through it it's i it's pretty much the same process as if they send it to you so you're saying that i I shouldn't download the executable off a of pirate bay <laughs> probably not a good idea oh okay but it was free uh-huh uh have john have you um have you installed the new launcher for uh star citizen i have it but I am not quite sure what the difference is right now. I thought it was only for the PTU. No, well, it's um, it, it's it's their new launcher going forward. So it's just basically, uh, you know, it, it's got some more features and it's just kind of buffed up a little bit. And I understand it patches faster, um, but I, you know, the it's optional for live, but required for PTU. And I just figured, you know, at some point they're going to require it for live. So I just figured I was like, you know what, I might as well just do it now. And um, also surprisingly easy experience. Um, it only took me five and a half hours to re-download the whole game, which was nice. So does yours say in the new patcher without signing in, does it say public test universe in the left hand corner? Yeah. And then it's got live next to that as well. Oh, I don't see that. Interesting. Because I did download the new patcher. I'll have to figure it out. Mm. Yeah, I, I, um, I'm I, just going to wait until they release it to live, and then I, I always uninstall and just reinstall. Fresh. Yeah, it's got, it's um, to, the, to the left, it's got, uh, I have live highlighted, and then PTU is, is dark, but I, could, I can click on it if I want. And then um, you've got uh, your patch notes. You've got what one feature that actually is really cool. So one thing, all right, uh, one hitch that I did have was for whatever reason, and I don't know if it was because I uninstalled the game first and then reinstalled. I don't, I don't know. But for whatever reason, my assets wouldn't populate in my hangar. My ships would, but the weapons wouldn't populate. The engines wouldn't populate. Anything that you can pull on and off a ship not only would it not populate, but it wasn't in the uh, holodeck either. And so I deleted my user folder and went back in, same problem. Uh, and I couldn't figure out what to do. So I just, there's a new function in settings uh, and it's called analyze game files. So I clicked on that, clicked on verify. It took about 45 minutes 
Uh, but whatever whatever I did, it, it fixed it. And I went back in the game and the game was fine. So that's a really cool new feature to uh to the new uh to the new installer. Mm. Yeah, that'll be that'll so, be good to have. I mean I guess yeah. that's supposed to be better than just deleting your user folder or whatever. I would guess so, yeah. Um but, but I like I said, deleting the user folder didn't fix my problem. Um but analyzing the game files did. Another nice feature um in settings is that you can set your download limit. So like for me I have it at, at uh, hyperspace because I've got files, but you can do uh, 80 megabytes uh, a second, uh, all the way down to 400 kilobytes a second. Hmm. Yeah, so it's it's definitely a much much more optimized uh, lo- uh, launcher. Oh, cool. Well, um, I look forward to seeing it when 1.1.6 comes live, which uh, I guess we hope is going to be sometime soon here, huh? Yeah, I, I have a feeling they're gonna that something will go live uh, for uh, Gamescom. You know, either mm-hmm. either before or after, or you know, I, something they'll have some sort of patch. I'm guessing for oh it. FPS. <laughs> yeah, totally. With space virgins. Well, no, we're, technic- we're done with that. Cleve. Yeah, we, remember we've, we've, we've moved past the space virgins. Not all of us. Although technically, we would all be space virgins the first time we jumped into the FPS module. Yes. And speaking of the org hanger. Oh, our virtual org hanger. It's rearing its unreal, imaginary, soon TM head. (laughs) Don't pretend like that segue worked. (laughs) Yeah, because it didn't. Okay. Well, we're not not letting Gleep get away with anything tonight's (laughs) episode. It's just mean. Um, And the reason we bring it back is because we've had a new donation. Um, and so we wanted to, I thought, you know, we go, it's been a while since we talked about it. So we just, you know, run through it real quick and, uh, let the folks, uh, refresh the image in their minds of what's uh, actually in the, uh, those guys with ships, the cavernous, those guys with ships org hangar. Um, our first, uh, contributor of course was Mr. Turd Ferguson, who, uh, contributed a Reliant. Uh, then the old Gleepster, he, uh, he dropped a Hull A and a Gladius in there. Uh, Razy uh, said that folks could use his uh, LTI Star G when he's not using it. Um, Ace donated uh, Spoonrest, his retaliator. Um, and Stein, God, I had trouble with this. The guy's Kuehl. name is David. David, the guy's name it's is not David. not that hard. Steinkuhl. Steinkuhl. He, he donated a Reliant. And then our, our latest donation came from Bennu, who... Uh, Got a twenty dollar Merlin and said, "Hey, let me just like drop that off in the org hangar for folks to to uh, to have fun with." So, uh, Benu, yay! Thank you very much. That's very kind of you. And uh, um, oh yeah, and of course, uh, uh, Jimmy uh, has committed his Mister Refinements host bar, and um, <clears throat> John has committed a snow globe. Drinks on, snow. drinks on me, Benu. Drinks on me. <laughs> the, John, does the snow globe come with with a spare battery, or do you have to? Battery's not included. Battery's not included. <laughs> Took you a while on that one. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, everybody, for um, for your uh, generous contributions. And, and Gleep, what's the disclaimer on that? On the on the org hanger, committing a ship to the org hanger. Oh, do you mean like what's the? Um, uh, well, yeah. I mean, it's that you mean insofar as it's 
you can take no it out commitment. anytime. Yeah, yes. right. Yeah, anytime <laughs> that you want. Right. No, the the idea is is that it's just something that you are allowing other folks to use when you're not using it. You'll park it there when you're not using it, and of course, if if you have need of it, and need to use, like you know, I mean. Uh, uh, Razy's uh, LTI uh, Star G is a, is a perfect example of that. I mean, he's there are probably gonna be times where he's going to have great need for it. So of course it's his ship, so um, he he uses it. But you know he's been generous um, enough to say you know hey if I'm you know off doing something else in one of my other ships and somebody wants to make use of it then it'll be available for for folks to do that. If if for no, nothing else just you know to to go check it out to fly it around a little bit. Maybe yeah. fl- fly it around the org asteroid as and as for it were. and for those for those of you that are, are, are the first time hearing this segment, um, I, eventually there will be org hangers. They're they're in development. I don't think there's any specific timeline on it, but no, yeah, but it's it's just something that you know some of some of the members have have kind uh, kindly offered to donate ships, but we all agree that at the end of the day, it's always going to be your ship, like we mentioned earlier. Um, but you just happen to leave it on loan in the org hangar that is uh, soon TM. Right. I, yeah, I, that's a good point, guys. I mean, we haven't discussed this for a while, so we should probably step back even a little bit further and say that how this sort of came about was uh, we had a lot of folks that were wanting to contribute to the show. Um, and we uh, decided as a group that we weren't comfortable taking uh, uh, Patreon donations or... Um, uh, you know, monetary uh, donations uh, through whatever uh, uh, vehicle. So we said, you know, hey, if you if you want to contribute to the community, then uh, a, a great way to do that is to um, either purchase a, a ship um, or if you have a ship that you're willing to let other people use, you know, then, um, then we think that that would be a great way to uh, offer support for your fellow guys with ships. Um, and thereby, you know, support us because that, that's why we're here is to, um, is to have a, a vibrant gaming community to play this game with when, uh, when it, it launches. So that was, that was the whole reason behind it. And eventually it will be awesome. It's awesome now. I'm, I'm very excited for our first, uh, org party in our org hangar. I've already had it in my org hangar. That was a party of one. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was kind of like the the rave scene in whichever one of those Matrix movies, you know. Mm, I see. Just yeah. you by yourself. <laughs> the only Just... song you could listen to was the the launcher music. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Not much. Not much raving going on there. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. So anyway, that's uh, thank you, Benu. Uh, very kind of you, and uh, welcome back, Org Hanger, 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 Hanger. You see, because it's huge, it's cavernous. It has an mm, echo. In it. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Not once we fill it with ships. No, no, no. Um, and so you know, it's uh, you know, it has occurred to me. Speaking of ships, uh, we all got them. Um, and uh, you know, I thought, uh, how did we get them? You know, and I because we, and we talked a little bit on last um, last uh, show on yesterday's show about uh, uh, ships having history, and that uh, I think Chris had said in ten for the chairman that ships are going to have history uh, assignable to them, or that you know ships will become famous for their roles in 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 um, uh, certain events. And so it occurred to me, you know, for those of us that are interested in this kind of thing. 
Uh, do we have a backstory or do we want even to have a backstory for how it is that we've ended up with uh, the ships that we have when we, we launch into uh, the actual game, into the PU? Um, I mean, you could you could just say, you know, these are the ships I've got because I back the game, but... Um, you know, from you know, for immersion, if uh, if you would rather have you know something that uh, you could put up on your individual page, and I think that we're going to be getting those, if I'm remembering correctly, uh, when we get uh, some of the uh, uh, additional orgs 2.0 stuff, that um, all the members of the org are going to have um, a page, or um, uh, there 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 will be a place to tell your tale, and you know, and I think ever since the beginning. You know, you know, you can think back to the Imagine trailer and even before that, you know, there has always sort of been um, a kind of a focus or maybe not a focus, but uh, um, uh, a head nod to the idea that, you know, this is going to be your story. What do you want it to be? So um, what do you guys think? I mean, are you you interested in having a backstory for um, how it is that you got to where you are? now or where it is that you imagine that you'll be when the PU launches? John, I'll let you go first because I already know what your answer is. No. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Now, I, you know, I understand this, this is probably, you know, like uh, stuff for a forum thread, but, you know, um, I... I thought, you know, I just thought it would be something interesting to talk about on, on the show too. I, I definitely this. I mean, I do a lot of um, not a lot, but I do some. Have for many years uh, done uh, tabletop gaming, and you know, so you have characters that you develop, and you know, they have a place that they came from. And if you're one of my characters, you have a place that you died horribly usually. Um, but um, I don't, you know, Jimmy, do you do you have a, an idea of you know? what uh, Ajax Wilhelm, where he came from and how he got the ships he has and uh, what their story is? Of course I do. Come on. Seriously? Well, I mean, it was a rhetorical question. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, so two things. Thing number one is um, I just uh, posted in the Versecast land lore forum, or lore land, rather, forum. Sorry. Um, And it's a title called Backstories, Who's Got One? And then in parentheses, inspired by Gleep. So, all of our Versecast members, if you have a backstory, I, I will be reposting mine uh, in that thread uh, when we're done podcasting a little later tonight. So, if you do have a backstory, because Gleep is right, this is perfect thread material, um, go and post it. It's going to be in uh, the uh, Loreland uh, thread over at Versecast.org. So, to answer your question, yes. Um, real briefly, I'm, I'm still kind of like fleshing out the backstory in my head, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. briefly, you know, we'll obviously have all done some time in the war. Um, I will have been a Vanguard, uh, pilot and mm-hmm. I would, will have been an E-War specialist. And, uh, after mustering out, um, I decided to just kind of get lost in the verse and, uh, got myself, uh, an Andromeda and decided to make some money. The, uh, while I was in while I was in the service, I was the guy that could get all the things that everybody could get on the, that, that nobody could get on the systems when you were stationed way out in the middle of nowhere. I always had a way to get it and find it. And I was able to take my Vanguard out when I would go out on long scouting missions and, you know, find interesting planets or interesting space stations and get some stuff and bring it back to, uh, for, uh, for my crew, you know, for, or for my, uh, for my team, my squadron. Mm-hmm. 
So that's basically kind of the jumping off point for me going into the game. Um, you know, and then that, cause that obviously translates very well into a, a life of, uh, you know, smuggling and info running and stuff like that. And, uh, that's kind of as far as I want my backstory to go. Cause once we start the game, then it's kind of like, I just got out of the service and I'm just starting my career in, uh, you know, the smuggling, uh, realm. Uh, so, and you're going to have connections that you made while you were in the right. service that you're going to right. be able to, um, yeah. uh, uh, you know, sort of. Uh, follow up with in the uh, in the uh, the PU. So uh, a couple of questions. So do we know um, at this point when we when the game when Squadron Forty Two ends and we get dumped into the PU, uh, is the war there's there's been a war going on against the Vanduul. Is is that war over or is it just sort of reached uh, an ebb? Um, do we, do we know what that situation is? Well, as far as I'm aware, the, the only the only thing I know for sure is that we are in the uh, like uh, the Roman era, but in the decline of uh, the Roman era. And so Star Citizen as a whole is kind of in the, the latter period of the Roman Empire. And whether or not we're still at war or if the war ends with Squadron 42, I don't know. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm... I'm guessing that, as you as you said with your character, that we are going to be coming out of the military at that point. Right, right, right. Um, I don't know. Our, you know, it's occurred to me before. Are we going to be able to? Is a role we're going to be able to play in the PU? As a, will we be able to stay in the military? Do you think? Do we be able to to have a military career as part of our uh, gameplay, or are we necessarily done with the military at that point? I think that they say that you do muster out. Um, but who knows, you know, I know that, uh, I know that one thing is that you do get your citizenship. You're not a civilian anymore. You're now a citizen. Oh, okay. What right. that, what benefit that gives you, I think is still, um, I think they're still in development for that. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, it's, you know, I, I, I've got some ideas myself. I don't, like you said, I've, you know, of course you start putting some pieces together and you go, well, is that really going to fit with how, you know, the story that Chris Roberts has envisioned for us, um, is, is, are those two things going to work together? But uh, kind of in in general, I, I see my character as not being, um, as being sort of a military support uh, sort of guy. And um, I don't know if in the, if in this game you have to be an officer to, to pilot a military ship. Do you, do you know? I don't think so, no. Because hmm, I, I think don't you in in real life, and I, I know we definitely have guys in the in the group that would would know this better than than we do. Uh, do you have to be an officer in the officer uh, corps to uh, to pilot like a um, a fighter a fighter plane or it, a? It, it seems like the answer would be yes. Yeah, I, I don't. But you know, it's kind of because I was thinking about it. I mean, because I know that you don't have to be an officer to um, drive a like a. a supply vehicle like I've, I've had friends who were in the military that drove you know um like semi trucks that you know delivered you know food and ammunition and stuff like that um and they were they were definitely not officers um so anyway i just but, but my idea is that um, my character played a support role you know i i have a refueling ship so i you know i a, a military refueling ship and so my idea is that um, in the war i was a, a star g pilot and uh, that um, I did actually become an officer um, for some uh, 
pretty silly reasons. I, 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 a couple of ideas floating around, like um, uh, I helped rescue a general or a high, some high muckety-mucks uh, uh, a kid who was out racing around in his 350R in Van Duel space and ran out of fuel, and I went out and saved him or something, you know, and got a field commission for that. But um, And as a result of that, I ended up in charge of a supply depot, um, uh, near the end of my tour. And I'm guessing like we would have a tour uh, that would end and that that's when we would leave uh, military service. Yeah. Um, and that um, uh, during near the end of my tour that there was a, an attack, a vandal attack on a, a nearby planet, which forced us to evacuate from uh, the supply depot. Um, and, you know, I was never really like, you know, I was in the military, you know, it was, uh, I was, uh, you know, you know, as patriotic as the next guy, but I was also not, you know, um, you know, like a real staunch, you know, like by the, by the rules kind of guy, you know, just sort of a, sort of a what made sense, you know, do the right thing, but what made sense, uh, also. Um, so I, I joined the military to get away from spider, but that's a, that's a whole other backstory that I had started for, uh, uh like a few months back. Spider. Yeah. yeah. The spy, uh, spider out in, um, uh, was it uh, Nix? The Nix system? Oh, uh, so not Spider. No, you said Spider. I'm okay, Spider. No, 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 not you said Spider. I'm okay, Spider. <laughs> no, actual, actual lore stuff. Lore stuff. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I actually read the lore stuff. Scorsese lore, Scorsese lore. I get them confused all the time. Okay. Um, so anyway, um, we we were ordered to evacuate from this depot, and this depot had all you know some ships and a bunch of supplies and stuff, and um, uh, I was ordered, uh, I was the ranking guy there in small depot, but it had some stuff. And, but anyway, I was ordered to destroy all of the assets, you know, to, to flee, um, and, uh, you know, blow up everything that was left behind. And, but of course there happened to be there, um, a couple of Starliners and of course my star G and it was like, the, you know, there's no way I want to blow that stuff up. That could come in handy later. So me and some buddies, we um, we take a quick uh, side trip to a, a little-known system not too far away, and we stash the uh, the Starliners um, and the Star G, and then uh, take off uh, to join uh, the rest of the folks that have evacuated in um, in a Redeemer, um, which uh, I used to have, and I don't have one anymore. So that was how convenient there. Um, that sounds illegal. Mm-hmm. It, sound, it sounds illegal. Yeah. Well. Yeah, maybe, but you know, if you think about it, who got hurt? Nobody got hurt. You know, and I mean, I know got- for for such a straight straight laced kind of guy, this is kind of a shady story, man. Muppet got to eat. Um. So, uh. Anyway, uh. We uh. We uh. We jump in the Redeemer. We leave the uh. Those three ships sort of moored out there in. Uh, in, in hiding and then go to where the rest of the evacuees are. And then there's another attack. And uh, my three buddies that uh, had helped me with this, uh, they all, uh, all get killed. And so that just sort of leaves me with this little secret. Um, and I somehow survive. And then after I rotate out, uh, I eventually return and uh, collect my pension, as it were. Um, but uh, meanwhile, you know, and this kind of t- ties back into the uh, inheritance mechanic. Meanwhile, back in uh, in safe space, a family member um, uh, of mine um, has passed away and has left me an abandoned, way out of the way asteroid hangar, which um, has uh, 
happens to have in it a um, mint condition Avenger, which is still uh, still crated up and it's sort of hiding in the back under a bunch of uh, debris and garbage. And um, so that uh, that's kind of the perfect place for me to sort of hide out for a while with my uh, with my new ships and uh, kind of. Uh, figure out how I, is I'm going to begin my new civilian enterprise. So, see, the first thing I do is I take the Starliners to the pay and spray, and I paint them blue so the cops mm. don't know that they're stolen. Nice. Yeah. Hey, uh, John, John, wake up. Wake up, John. John, wake up. <laughs> I And I know for, for folks that are not into this kind of stuff that this could be really, really boring. Um, but <laughs> um, uh, quick, it's fun to scratch me. out the VIN numbers, too. Maybe. Maybe. Because that's a thing. You're going to get caught. You're totally going to get <laughs> caught. And then I'm going to be the one that's to come bail you out because I know the system. <laughs> uh, well, quick, uh, uh, quick, well, quick correction. Um, yes. Spider is in the uh, Cathcart uh, system, excuse me. Nix is the landing zone on Spider. Just uh-huh. a little clarification, sorry. Well, that's good to know. Spider, I'm okay, Spider. No, you said Spider, I'm okay, Spider. <laughs> Stop it. So, um, so John, this is just like, and I, and I get it. Um, for you, really, like, for I think for for Gleep and I, the the attraction to this game is living in a, a virtual universe. It goes back to like how I felt about Star Wars Galaxies. It's goes beyond just being a game. Um, so like, where do you kind of fall on that? It seems like you, like, it seems like you're into it for that reason, but you're just maybe not as, uh, interested in a backstory for your character. Yeah, that's pretty much it. I, uh, I kind of want to experience the narrative that the game designer puts in. And I, I guess I'm, maybe I'm just not as imaginative as other people, but I just, I'm not really into doing that RP sort of thing for myself. Well, you know, that's the beauty of our group is that, you know, we, you know, we have all kinds of, of players that are here for all kinds of different reasons, you know? Uh, yeah. Cause I, I know like uh, Ace is, is very much into role-playing stuff. And I guess, and there's been some games I think he's talked about in the past where he has been a player on role-playing servers and I, I can't remember if it was a was it Guild Wars or there was anyway there but there was some game where it's like if you're actually in game you're playing that you're you have to play that character you know in what you yeah. say and 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 that's and I don't I don't see my experience in this game as being um, that I mean is more it's just kind of fun to have a backstory that. Um, makes sense for when the game launches these are the ships i have and this is where they came from and a little something to give my character some color without um you know but it's not like i'm um i'm going to be using that information uh going it's just a fun thing to have on a page yeah no no i'm i kind of fall in the same category like i've never i've never been really big into role playing especially when it's kind of forced um i i i don't mind the idea of role playing if it falls within the the mechanics of the game Mm -hmm. in other words uh like when i would fly my uh my yt2400 and on the rare occasion when i actually got some people to fly with me and you know uh part of the ship got damaged you know you know saying something in chat about going to repair you know, a damaged portion of your ship um, falls within that kind of line of role playing, but it also falls within the mechanic of the game. 
Right. That's that's always been appealing to me, and it's it's a hard thing to find in most games. So generally speaking, I don't role play. But if the game mechanic lends itself to role playing, then I'm cool with it, you know. But I'm like you in that, you know, I like the idea of giving my character a little bit of a backstory, giving him a little bit of color, and it is fun to kind of think of that stuff and put it on put it on page on paper. Yeah, I mean, because you know, it's it's. You know, and sometimes even if you know you you've been playing the game for a while and you're a little bit burnt out on stuff, you kind of fall back. It's like, well, what would my character do next? You right. Know? Yeah. What you know? What would uh, you know? Like, say that you know he's sort of burned out on smuggling. Um, what what you know? What other job would he take for a while to get a take to to take a break from smuggling? You could make up that. You know, uh, there was a deal that happened that went just a little bit sideways and he needs to lie low and not do that for a while. So he takes up, you know, work as a bounty hunter for a while, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. It's just it's nice to um, with with a game that is is more of a virtual universe. It's nice to have a little bit of a backstory and to be able yeah, and to be able to fall back on that when you make changes to um, your play style. Yeah, I mean it's just it's it's fun to to talk about, you know. I mean, or it's 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 fun in 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 my mind anyway, in the, in the org yeah. hanger of my mind, which I know is imaginary to have um, you know, to have, you know, imaginary friends and family and people that care about me. No, hugs. Is it time for hugs? Do we need to hug it out? Yeah, hug it out. All right. So anyway, um, yeah, I'm, um, this was just something that occurred to me uh, um, since last time we recorded. So I just dot, jotted down some quick notes of, of stuff that I thought made sense to me. And so I, I like will... how after all of your notes, mm-hmm. you have, do we even care about this kind of stuff? <laughs> <laughs> John's like, no, <laughs> I totally I, I totally get that. You know, it's like I've, I've played in tabletop games where you know, like it was very, very strict. Like, you know, whenever you're, you're speaking, are you speaking in the voice of your character or are you speaking out of character? And then there are other You have to cough in the voice of your character. You do. <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, the, the, the person, the game master, the person that's running the game, if you say something, then they are going to use that information like, you know, this is a part of the conversation and that can be used against you. <laughs> Which is, you know, I enjoy that, but then I also enjoy the kind of decision, you know, where it's just basically more tactical stuff where it's like, okay, you know, we're going to, we have an encounter here and it's like, you know, I want my guy to go over here and, you know, do this. So it's, honey, put the kids to bed. Gleep is obviously a family man and he cares about his child more than the rest of his party members. You see, I knew there was a role player in there somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right. So nerd alert, nerd alert. Yeah. Yep. I am one. The game I'm really into RP in is uh, Bejeweled. I really get into the role of a like a miner. And if I can't get, you know, the three uh, rubies in a row, then mm-hmm. I don't make money that day. So I'm really depressed. Stop it. <laughs> he mocks because he loves mm-hmm. <laughs> or, or because he's mocking <laughs> all right well so anyway um just thought i'd bring it up uh for those of you that are interested for those of you that aren't that's fine too well and now we have a a, a delightful uh thread for people to go post in over in the uh the uh versecast.org uh, forums 
I will be interested to see who posts, who we know that, that posts. And, and I, I bet you there'll be some surprises. I bet you there'll be some folks like, oh, yeah, totally. Oh, I, I never guessed. And there'll be some, I bet I, John will not be the only one to eschew. I think there'll be <laughs> other eschewers. And I hope. To see who they are. I hope pot smoking alien is actually <laughs> going to be a pot smoking alien. Where has he been? I don't know. We haven't seen him for a while. Yeah, and I saw I saw you tweeted out also another shout out to a couple of other uh, missing guys with ships. Um, uh, uh, Darson, uh, yeah, yeah, Iron yeah. Man, yep. yeah. and uh, Likey Nibs. Yeah, they were like really active for a while, and now we haven't seen them for weeks, at least months. Yeah, months. Yeah. So if you guys are listening, uh, come on out. We miss you. Okay, and speaking of come on out, we miss you. Um, if you weren't there last night, we missed you because you weren't there last night. Um, See how that works? Mm-hmm. We had a great turnout, too. We did. We had. We must have had, a, um, over the course of the evening, at least a, a dozen or so guys that came out. And um, and we did not have the success, uh, I don't think, that we had the previous week. Uh, the game was not cooperating quite so so good. It seemed like the, the the matchmaking was slightly improved, but we were having crashes for other reasons, um, and so. Uh, but we, we we still got together and played and had fun. Yeah, it fine for me. I um, that's I got, all I care about. I got <laughs> yeah, I got kicked, which was a which was a bummer. Um, when we uh, when we did the squadron, uh, the when we all loaded in the squadron, I got kicked out, which was I was really looking forward to doing that. But we did a little capture the core. Um, what do we have out there? We had Ace was out there. I was out there. Avi Physics, Buckshot, Fable Junkyard, Gleep, Hardpoint, Your Navy, like Handy, uh, Murtok. Uh, of course, John, you were out there. Yellow Stag. I mean, it was great. And if I forgot anybody's name, I apologize. But I think I actually got everybody that time. Yeah, it was um, um, it was a, a good a good group. Good time was had. Um, uh, you know, even even if uh, the games don't always work, we always have a, a good time talking about it. So um, we definitely uh, will do it again next Sunday, and uh, hope y'all will come out watch the twitters. We will uh, we will tweet it we will tweet it out we will tweet it out ahead of time, and um, um, yeah, it was uh, it was uh, hopefully we'll have one point one point six out uh, by next Sunday, and uh, some um, uh, some goodness to report on coming out of that. So. Um, so, and speaking of since last, <laughs> oh, oh my gosh, the, the, John, the, John and I are having, uh, having note wars. Oh, the interwebs have gone crazy. Um, uh, speaking of since last time, uh, we've had a couple new members join us. And, uh, so let's, uh, definitely, uh, give a shout out for uh, them. Uh, twi- oh gosh. Somebody didn't go in there and respell that for me, did they? Oh wow, that is a good one. This is oh this 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 show's going to be at two and a half hours because we're going to spend the next forty five minutes waiting for Gleep to try and pronounce this one. <laughs> I'm I'm going to go back in and confirm that I spelled this right. This is not spelled correctly. <laughs> right now it reads to a three. Foul! I cry. Uh, that didn't help. That didn't help at all. <laughs> You changed the first letter. <laughs> uh, do I? Say, yeah. Yeah. Go for it. Come on. Um, I'm gonna go with his other name, which is Thieving Weasel. 
<laughs> John, you want to try and take a stab at this? Because you are kind of the pronunciation master. Ruadri Kuhn. How does that sound? Bravo, sir. Yeah, it works for me. You win a you win an enunciation merit badge. Uh, he says, uh, Mr. Weasel, he says, I am a guy, I have a ship, I join. Yes, yes, yes. Good. Uh, I found Star <laughs> Citizen through a friend who nagged me for a year before I got the game. Started with a Mustang, burned that for a Cutlass Red. Burn- I like he burns ships instead of melting them. That seems a little more violent. I like that. Uh, he burned uh, his Cutlass Red for a Hornet and then traded. He finally, he traded that in for a Freelancer. He still has the Freelancer in his hangar and will add another ship if he... Uh, <laughs> I like this. He's going to add another ship if he is successful at going smoke-free for a month. <laughs> hey, you know what? For how expensive cigarettes are? Yeah, dude. That's a great goal to have. You, you quit smoking after three months, you'll be able to buy yourself an Orion. How much is a pack of cigarettes now? I quit years ago, but I mean, the last I heard it was like, what, five, six bucks? Is it that much? Well, I, it's like I think in some places it's even more like ten. I think like in New York it's like ten bucks a pack. No, I think that like five or six bucks is the high side. I think I don't know, but like I said, it's been years. I've, I'm yeah. happy to have quit like ten, eleven, twelve years ago. Yeah, yeah, I, I quit when it was under a buck a pack. Well, maybe not that long ago, but it was not. It was certainly not a whole lot. But 1946. John, John when did you quit yeah, smoking? Totally. <laughs> Um, anyway, so, uh, I, we, uh, we support you in your, uh, desire for a new ship and greater health. Um, he has played many, many MMOs and space games currently on Star Wars, the Old Republic, which has ass for space flight. Hmm. Yeah. Have you, it's, oh, it, 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 it's on rails and it's the only space combat in Knights of the Old Republic is it's like arcade. Uh, it's on rails and it's very arcadey and it's just horrible well um i'll remind myself to not buy that Mm -hmm. uh he is a big elite fan despite its flaws he's looking forward to trading in the ptu uh and may get a cutlass red again for search and rescue since he always likes playing a healer he loves the show finally joined the twitter machine to follow verse cast keep up the good work see you in the verse thieving weasel um welcome mr weasel uh, Guncon22 joined us. He says, hi, I picked up a Starliner and I'm looking to join the Star G Space Line. What I'm talking nice. about. Nice, you're going to be able to I'm, franchise. That's right, franchise. Woohoo, JetBlue, watch out. Here comes the Muppet. Um, I have been listening to the Versecast for a while now. Good stuff, uh, Guncon. Yay. Yay. So we're 175 members strong. Woohoo. Nice, nice. We're working our way. We're about 25 shy of 200. That's nice. Ooh, I see the math you did there. Mm, quick math, quick math. Quick math. Um, over on the Versecast website, uh, Joba joined us, as did Hydrocore, Baron Von Reich, and Sabatu. So uh, welcome all of y'all uh, there to the website. It's nice to have you on board. Been uh, been chatting with Hydrocore on uh, Twitter lately. It's a good cat, good cat, like him. Yeah, he's been uh, he's been very active on the Twitters, hasn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I see him a lot, and he's a he's a user of the of the hashtag. You gotta like that. You gotta like that. Gotta like that a lot. Um. So, Jimmy, um, what has been going on in the community from around the interverse? Verse, 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 verse. Oh, as always, all sorts of fun and interesting things. Uh, from Twitter. Over at uh, our uh, hashtag, hashtag TGWS, uh, do uh, do we have uh, do we have a house gleep sighting? 
posted by the man himself uh, from the Aviation Museum. Did I see that correctly? Was that you that posted that? That was actually me way back when, uh, before I became frightened as I am now. And that was um, you on the right, correct? That, that was me on the right. Yes, ah. I, 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 am, I am. I am nearing. I am nearing death. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. So it, it is not a clear shot of what the man looks like, but if you're curious as to get an approximation, kind of like again the Bigfoot. Uh, citing from the, the classic 70s uh, video footage. Uh, go over to the hashtag and uh, get a glimpse at the real house Gleep. I like the Pokemon silhouette that, <laughs> yeah, no, that was <laughs> Greg great. posted. Yeah, that was great. That was very, very cool. Yes, thank you. Over at, uh, over at the uh, hashtag Star Citizen, uh, looks like uh, Odin Omen uh, has got some parking issues. Uh, he uh, posted a really cool picture of a reclaimer over like a, a, a modern uh, neighborhood. Do you guys have a chance to take a look at that picture? Uh, no. Let me look it's, at that. I, I, I want to <laughs> say it's to scale, and if it is, it's amazing. Wow. That is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> that is a big ship. Wow. Mm-hmm. Honey, I'm I, home. We'll have we'll have links in the show notes to check out the picture as well. But uh yeah, good uh, good on you, Odin. Very, very nice. And then of course, first first problems, uh as as always, is back with some interesting um and incredibly silly Roberts V smart photoshops. Uh the uh Chris Daff versus Worm Tongue is uh it should give you a pretty clear idea of what we're dealing with here. Uh, so definitely go over to the hashtag Star Citizen and check that out. Uh, and like I mentioned actually in the previous show, uh, if you're tied up, if you're at work, if you're busy, if you don't have a chance to watch the uh, Gamescom stream, the hashtag for Star Citizen is a good place to get up to the minute news on what's going on with Gamescom. You might not be able to watch the video streaming. You might not get, you know, you'll get little bits and pieces, but you get a pretty good idea of what's happening live in real time. So I'd recommend if you have Twitter, definitely follow that hashtag during uh, Gamescom. Yes, definitely. So, and then uh, over at the official RSI site, we got a brand new The Wonderful World of Star Citizen by our one and only Jared Huckabee, a.k.a. Disco Lando. Did you guys have a chance to watch this? I did. Very nicely done. He's um, I, I like them. I know that it takes a while that they only get to do them, you know, every few months. Uh, but I always, I always enjoy that they give back, uh, or they give a little props to the community. And Jared's always got a very, uh, very funny way of doing the show. So it's definitely worth checking out. But some of the highlights from uh, this this particular episode, uh, Fiendish Feather, the one and only, uh, his Top Gun video was featured. And then Disco kind of mentioned that he's trying to get Disco or he's trying to get Finnish Feather to do some more stuff for CIG. So I don't know what that means, but that was interesting that he kind of had that little aside. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a quick, uh, they, the green screen, they show the green screen, the, the um, background image goes away. And so there's a wonderful opportunity there for anybody that's got some editing skills to... Uh, to uh, green screen Lando into uh, different and uh, inappropriate or appropriate uh, locations. Oh, so that's what they were doing with that. Yeah. Okay. Because I was I was thinking that they were going to do that and then they were going to actually put something up there, but they were. Oh, okay. I see. No, that's that's for the community. The it's Lando running in front of a green screen. So have at it. Did he scream motivational? <laughs> no, but he was things. looked like he was running away from something. So. <laughs> 
Well, I, then, I look forward to seeing what happens. There's um, there's some Star Citizen inspired music uh, by a gentleman named Matt uh, Fosa. Uh, is uh, basically three or four tracks all kind of run together, um, a medley, if you will. Uh, one of the ones I liked a lot was a track called Dark Void. Um, it ties into the original Star Citizen theme really nicely. Uh, but he had really good stuff. Uh, definitely an artist worth checking out. Uh, there's a little feature on Imperial News Network, which I love those guys. Um, you know, I follow all of them. Uh, and uh, one of the things that I really enjoy is their uh, notes on Reverse the Verse. So if you're not familiar with Imperial News, definitely Google them. Definitely check them out. They're a great source of Star Citizen information. They have a really high-quality trailer. That too. Yes. Yes, they're um they're an excellent uh, resource. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, you uh, there was another gentleman, uh, Mechabot, a uh, serviceman, uh, built a virtual Lego reclaimer. Uh, and in real life, it would uh, weigh about seven hundred pounds and oh thirty five thousand pieces. Wow. So do they use like some sort of designer software to sort of spec this thing out? Because he didn't actually like, you know, sort of trial and error that thing together, did he? No, I think I think Lego actually has a virtual builder. That you yeah. Over the Lego site. And, and Back when I was want. really into Lego, I remember using something from Lego to put stuff together like that. Yeah, so, yeah, I think they do put out they have like their own version, like a CAD program for Lego. OK. okay. Yeah. Yeah, seven hundred so, pounds. Good lord. Yeah, and thirty-five thousand pieces. Uh, it looked great, though. Uh, you know, the the virtual uh, the virtual image of it uh, looked fantastic. Uh, so very very cool. God, it must have taken a long time to build. And then um, you know there uh, there's a a comic book that's being worked on, not officially by CIG, but uh, it's a gentleman named uh, Adrian uh, Nitzor, if I pronounced that correctly. Uh, but there's a link to it. It's called uh, the uh, Hunter. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's uh, it's really cool uh, graphic novel. Uh, I had a chance to look at a little bit of it. I haven't do- dove too deep into it, but it's really neat. You know, it's just additional lore. I love fan lore, especially when they base it on um, the uh, the lore bible that, that uh, CIG has up. Mm-hmm. Uh, one hundred uh, or I'm sorry, years one hundred uh, is back, and uh, he put together a beautiful compilation of fan art. And really some great stuff there. Uh, I think my favorite one, and I linked this if you guys want to check it out, is uh, it's a tattooed female pilot. I can only guess she's hanging out in her Arc Corp apartment. And uh, it's uh, it's a really, really, uh, really well done piece. Uh, Space Virgin. Yeah. No, I'm definitely not. Cause, and that chick is definitely not. <laughs> because, you know, she's covered not. in tattoos and looks sassy. She's She's just <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I, I thought that was a really cool piece. Um, I might actually make that my desktop for a little while. Uh, but uh, just overall, you know, Wonderful World of Star Citizen is absolutely something to take a little bit of time to watch. Uh, I think it's just about thirty minutes, um, but uh, it's it's a great showcase of all things community. Now, did you mention that Years One Hundred is the uh, the guy that did the Imagine trailer? Yeah, actually, uh, Years 100 did the Imagine trailer, and he's also one of the founders of uh, the Imperial News Network, which I didn't know either. Which is just unbelievable because he looks like he's, you know, about 17. <laughs> nice. Got a baby he, face. Nothing wrong with that. No, there's nothing wrong. I'm just saying he's, it's amazing accomplishments for, for such a young fellow. So. Yeah, they've really they've really got it, uh, got it together. It's, it's a great, great news site for, uh, for all things uh, CIG. Yeah, that's uh, very cool. 
Very cool stuff. Uh, I'd just like to point out that the Hunter comic, the the URL domain extension for that is dot ninja. Yeah, I thought that was weird at first, <laughs> and, I, and that's yeah. Apparently, that's that's its thing. That's its place. Dot ninja. Hmm, I need to I'm... get me a dot ninja. We need to get versecast dot ninja. <laughs> <laughs> Gleep dot ninja. I don't think that works. No, no not, not at all. Nope. Not Sorry. All. Uh, over at uh, the uh, versecast.org uh, forums, in general forums, I don't usually talk about the stuff I post, but I uh, posted a hey, you, yes, you, go be my friend. Hmm. And uh, it's basically just a link to my profile, which is not hard to find. I think all of our icons that uh, that have our handles above them, if you click on our uh, handle, it'll take you to our pages. Um, but we were talking about this uh, last week, and it would be nice if for everyone to friend everyone, and we can use our own personal walls a little bit more often. Because so, when you're a friend with someone and you post something on your personal wall, that friend will see it. Friends let friends something mm-hmm. personal wall. Now, John, is it because you're a founder that you have a hundred and something friends, or is it just that people find you uh, incredibly fun to friend? They find me incredibly attractive. Mm, <laughs> that must be what it is. He's popular. No, I have a lot of friends because of the uh, Minecraft community that I oh, ran okay. before this. So, kind of, most of them are just carry over from that. I got you. But cool. I have gained quite a few friends since you started that thread. And yeah, I'm it's actually a fun sticking it right now so that it doesn't get lost. Oh, cool. That's great. Yeah, and you know, it's just uh, it's just another cool community feature that I thought uh, would be nice to feature. Uh, apparently, there is a fantasy football uh, verse cast fantasy football league that's being started by a uh, friend of the show, Turd Ferguson. Yeah, I wow. am. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm not a fan of of the foosball. Um, I hear it's for the devil. <laughs> but um well if, if you're into that sort of thing uh, by all means go over and check it out uh, also in uh, the general form yeah unlike unlike video games it will consume your life <laughs> yeah exactly yeah and i uh, think he said that um they have like half a dozen people right now and i think ideally uh it's like 10 people um so if there are peop- more people out there that want to join uh, just head over to that forum and uh, tell Turd so that he can get you on the docket or however that works. I'm not into it either, so I don't really know. I just I follow like every single thread that we have on the forums. Go tell Turd. Mm-hmm. By the way, <laughs> yeah. Just uh, my no life report. I have over two thousand posts in the forums yeah you're a poster <laughs> i i saw that i noticed that too and i was like damn look at all those posts yeah nice job <laughs> ain't no shame in that game <laughs> if you uh if you head over to the uh official star citizen forums uh you've got uh actually two posts by Genevi, uh that i want to feature uh this week first one is uh those guys with ships east coast meetup so if you're out on the East Coast, uh, northeastern area, uh, take a look at that thread because I know Genevi is talking about getting something uh, kind of up and running. So it'd be a great opportunity to hang out with uh, some fellow Versecasters. And then uh, another thing that he posted, which I'm not familiar with, is uh, end of the year event in Austin. Have you guys heard about this? Like around December 12th? 
Mm-mm. Well, yeah. So what is it? Well, didn't they 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 uh, had had it last year, didn't they? Is it like don't don't you remember like before they went on holiday break they had the the end of the year event it was in Santa Monica last year, and they all ended up in the boardroom together and uh, you know I forget who was wearing the Santa Claus outfit um, but uh, and I forget they pushed something out right um, right before they left for holiday because uh, remember they were closed for two weeks yeah 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 no I do remember that. Um... Uh, but I didn't. I, I I associate Austin event with like an actual like event event, not like a not like a round, not like a CIG roundtable discussion. So, or is that what we're talking about? It's just kind of basically like what they did this past year. I guess so. I mean, because that's that's what um, I think of as the uh, the year end event, uh, for at least last year was. It was at Santa Monica, and they they interviewed a bunch of people. Um, like uh, Chris was uh, in there. I think like Ben and Sandy pretty much ran it. Um, and different people would come in and they would interview them and, you know, what's going on, what, you know, how, 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 how has this year gone for you? What are you excited about in the coming year? Stuff like that. Oh, okay, cool. One, one thing that was very interesting in that thread was I didn't realize it, but uh, congratulations, Fable Junkyard. By the time uh, the December 12th, uh, Austin event happens, he'll have a newborn baby, which is due around November 8th. Hey, there you go. Hey, your life will never be the same. <laughs> and cool. uh, and finally, uh, there was a tweet by uh, Yellowstag that had to do uh, with uh, player feedback and bug reporting. John, you want to you field this one? Because I think you probably got a better handle on it than I do. Yeah, so... Um... I, it the the tweet is a link to some screenshots. I don't know if Stag took them um from uh some okay, who is W Leverett? Is that That's Will, Will uh Will what's his name from CIG? Will, right. Okay. Yeah. So it it's from uh it looks like the uh the chat from RSI um, and he's just filling some people in on some new uh, feedback features that they're going to put in game, I think. Um, maybe not in game. I don't know. I'm just kind of filling this in with what I would like to see in new bug reporting tools. Um, well, Turbulent's working on it, so I have a feeling it won't be in game. Um, but maybe there'll be some sort of dedicated chat or dedicated forum. Or, yeah. Or, well, actually, no. You know what? If they're working on a new UI, uh, then yeah, they might be making something that's a little bit more seamless for bug reporting in game. Yeah, it, I it, just because the forums I think are not working well for it. Right. Yeah. Personally, like if I see something wrong in a game, I. I just I'm not that inclined to search out those avenues right. to report it, um, but I feel like if there was a button in game or something asking me, is this working right? Um, I would you be, might be more inclined to yeah. Yeah, um, I would be. You know, it it kind of makes me feel like I'm part of the game more, um, and just posting that somewhere in a forum or contacting them doesn't really make me feel that way. Right. Um, so I feel like they could, if they implemented that in game, it would make me a lot happier and they could even maybe even reward you for, for filling out certain, 
um, questions. I don't know. Um, well, if to to quote um, W. Uh, Leverett over at CIG, um, I, I, he basically he says right now the forums are a, are terrible for players to provide feedback and terrible for us to read the feedback. Uh, wanting to structure uh, play tests so that you know. Uh, what needs testing, uh, and uh, we'll roll out uh, a new web-based bug reporting system that's super sweet. He goes on to say, uh, you'll absolutely love the work that Turbulent did on the new bug reporting UI. I can't wait to release it later this month. Uh, going to revolutionize the way the game, uh, the, the way we can test the game, or where the players can test the game. Uh, players will also get a chance to upvote uh, what they think should be fixed first. Uh, pretty, pretty badass is what he goes on to say. So this is this is pretty cool. And I, I don't think this is something that's really kind of common knowledge right now. Yeah, and you know? the fact that he says it's going to revolutionize the way games can be tested by players, not specifically Star Citizen, but games in general which I'd find pretty interesting and which also yeah. leads me to believe that it might be some kind of tool that works in game. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, it'll be interesting to see. And they're talking about later this month. So, you know, might be another, uh, another cool bit that uh, CIG throws out uh, before the month's over. Mm hmm. But uh, yeah, that's all the things around the universe. Fantastic. Um, so uh, what do we got coming up, guys? We're uh, we're getting together next Sunday. Um, we have uh, we have any, anything else going on, or are we just kind of uh, chillaxing uh, in preparation for that Gamescom? Very exciting stuff. I can't wait to see uh, see what the, I, I I'm excited to see the demos, but I'm more excited to see what surprises they have because that's what they've said multiple times. You know, it's we've got the multiplayer demo, we've got the large world map demo, and we've got some surprises. And I'm kind of hoping that we'll see maybe the live world map go live after the event. Ooh, live world map goes live. Yeah, well, I, that's getting late. We're at the two-hour mark, aren't we? <laughs> we are. The the large world map going live after the event. That would be kind of cool. Oh, see, I didn't even catch that. I just thought it sounded cool when you said live world map goes live. <laughs> I didn't even realize it was a mistake. Because he said have... live two times makes it funny. It makes, yeah. it, it, makes it really funny. Well, anyway, <laughs> Anywho. if you wanted to create a community for your bejeweled role-playing <laughs> people, you go to engine.com. That's spelled E-N-J-I-N.com. They have easy-to-use tools for your gaming community, hosting needs. Anybody could do it. If I could do it, anybody could. So, so you have to have Windows 10 to do it, John? No, you could have any operating system with a web browser. Probably could do it on your phone, although I wouldn't advise it. I can't imagine <laughs> that would be fun. Your Nintendo 3DS. That would Cuz that has a browser. I don't know why. In three dimensions. What's the oldest thing that has a browser that's not a computer? Uh oh, there though some of the the original Windows um uh smartphones back before yeah yeah i forget what what the operating system was like the 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 motorola q do you remember the motorola q the original blackberry too 
Yeah, that, well, the, the Motorola Q was kind of the answer to the BlackBerry. It had actually had raised keys on it, but it had a Windows operating system that had a browser that was pointless. Oh, <laughs> remember, did you ever use a flip phone with a browser? Um. Yes, yes. I had God, a, those yeah. were the worst. Yeah, it was not good. It was not good, and I thought I was cool, too. Yeah, so don't make an engine site on one of those. Or you can. You can start right now and then next week check in and tell us how it's going. <laughs> that might be an interesting challenge. <laughs> it's the 8-bit web browser challenge. Yeah. Oh, man. I, actually, there have been people that have modded NES cartridges to do stuff like play Netflix. So they have it like connected to the internet somehow and running Netflix videos on an NES and it's just like black and white, like five frames per second. It's horrible. yeah. Yeah. I saw that. It's really bad. That's crazy. But Hey, like, you know, like the, if, if they build it, you can hack it. Yeah. Well, it's like those guys that, that had like bands, you know, like actual bands that all their instruments were like old game. Yeah. Boys and game stuff boys. That, yeah. Cause the sound coming from them is like more analog or something. And it sounds better than, a digital source, I guess. Hipster. Hipster. Hipster alert. <laughs> I like Two it. Two plus hours. <laughs> yeah, this is what happens. The, is... The, at the end of the second hour, we're always a little bit loopy. All right. So, but we record um... these shows on different days, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, sure we do. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I just can't remember what happened in between shows. All right, so uh, please, please help me. Help me on Twitter, at House Gleep. Help me with the email, gleep at versecast.org. Jimmy, please, please let the people help you to help yourself. <laughs> you can find me over at Twitter, at Jimmy Croker. Uh, you can find me over at uh, versecast.org, an official RSI at, under my handle, Jackson, J-A-X-S-U-N. And by all means, uh, email me at uh, Jimmy at Versecast. You can find me on Twitter and Steam, as well as RSI and Versecast at the only Jonto. That's like Tonto, only with a J. Mm, space game wasabi. You can email me at John at Versecast.org. You can email the show at comms at Versecast.org. Uh, I, I said Versecast like that was a different address. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can join our Steam group at steamcommunity.com slash groups slash versecast uh, so you can find all those guys with ships that are playing Steam games including Ark which is still going strong according to Vendus um, although I hear they've been having some update issues uh, but he's trying to work those out diligently um, so he's thank you he's a hard working man yes Vendus he works all day long with a real job, and then he comes home and works on the verse cast. Those guys with ship server, um, so we're thankful to him for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, head over to Twitter and follow us at Versecast. Use the hashtag TGWS so that uh, we can find your tweets. Uh, RobertSpaceIndustries.com/org/versecast is the place to go if you would like to join our organization. And as always, you can join more than one organization. Uh, you have your main org, and then you have your affiliate orgs. Um, so if you already have a main org, we'd love to be an affiliate. We are those guys with ships. Um, 
Versecast.org, we have our forums, 50-slot mumble server, uh, links to the show so you can share it with your friends, and all that jazz. Head over there and make sure to friend people so that when you post stuff on your wall, people will get notifications. And everybody knows notifications are great. I get notifications in Windows 10 now, and I'm just so happy that I have more notifications you can't ever have enough notifications. I know. What does Cortana say about your notifications? Hey, Cortana, what do you say about my notifications? She's thinking. Oh, she sent me to Bing. Thank you, Cortana. <laughs> um, head over to iTunes. Leave us a review. Just search for Versecast. We would really appreciate it. I think that wraps it up. All right, well, until next time, post-Gamescom, when everything's going to be different and better, we are Those Guys With Ships, and this has been our community podcast. See you guys. Cortana sucks. Space virgins! Wow. How do I turn this thing off? Ah, there's the button. Yep, he was the guy on the right. Ha, ha, ha.